Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm slightly troubled. Wait till I have my drink. Okay, why? <laughs> because you've just said to me, I've got something that I want to say on the podcast. And, now, and then you had a big grin on your face. So I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first with something you want to bring to the party? No, 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 you go for it. I will only just be thinking about what you want to say. Okay. I have a trailer that I found today. Okay. Due to um, YouTube's excellent content matching service that suggests items based on what you've previously watched. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to put it on the big screen so you can watch it and we'll keep recording. Right. Might just layer the... um, Might just lay... Oh, I need to turn the volume down because the friend is on. Um, (laughs) Might just have to layer the trailer over the top of this. Okay. Yo, Mama. Sorry, Dr. Mama. How do you think this year's gonna go for these new students? I'm psyched. You're excited for the first day of school? Let's go. Why is everybody so rich? Are you ready for my party Saturday night? I got DJ Khaled's baby to make you a playlist. It's okay. Time out. What is up with these kids? In attendance will be the governor of California. Max, Dad? You look amazing and your hair's fire. My dad's also coming. I don't care about your dad, Spencer. I just care about Zach and Kelly. We all want these new kids to feel welcome. Let's see what happens. Can we talk? Did you just sit backwards in a chair? Wow, never seen anyone do that in real life. It's not gonna work unless we get to know them. You only know how Bayside works for kids like you. Hot kids. Privileged kids. Privileged kids. Bayside, it's where I finally felt like I belong. This place is magic. Oh, damn, I love magic! Hey, Max, actually, I ordered cheese on mine. Take a look in your pocket. Does this place ever stop being weird? Uh, a one, two, three! The old gang back together again. Will you go to dinner with me? Stop eavesdropping. We're not. We're the Bayside Acapella Group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, Bayside. You're the man, coach. When I grow up, I want to be just like you. A single childless adult who parties with kids. So, would you like to explain to the audience what we've just watched? A parody of Saved by the Bell. It's not a parody <laughs> of Saved by the Bell. The gang's all back together, apart from Screech. And Lisa, <laughs> who had some has had some issues. Okay, as much as Screech has. No, not quite that many, but yeah, she yeah she's had some issues. Okay. Oh, honey. I'm so pleased for you that Saved by the Bell is back in this new guise. It it looks like something. It looks like fan fiction. It looks a bit like oh, and this is why you love it. It looks like High School Musical mixed in with Saved by the Bell. Oh, I totally disagree. Oh, okay. I think this looks like they have seen Cobra Kai. Yes, yeah, yeah. How's that sort it, of? It's very, to it? it's very self-referential. It's very knowing. I was actually th- when I was watching it, I was thinking, why? When have I seen high school kids acting like this? previously like recently i'm sure i've seen them in this sort of guise yeah and that yeah it's cobra kai you're absolutely right yeah yeah 
Um, you won't get a lot of the references in that. No. They get Max, the original guy who owned the Max, doing the magic. Who? What's the Max? The Max. Oh, oh honey. <laughs> You've got so much work to do before this comes out. I'm not watching. The Max is the burger restaurant that they hang out at. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, I kind of remember that. An independent business where they run all school competitions and mm-hmm. things. Not the school hall, because, you know, it's a burger yeah. restaurant. Kelly later works there and cheats on Zach with Jeff, the big manager guy there. Wow. Hmm. And they break up at prom. They all look interesting. Not to focus on what they look like, but they all look very inter- They all look like they've had a bit of work done. Um, apart from Mario Lopez, who just looks amazing. He has a picture in his attic. Like, what has happened? Like, with the others, you can see, there's, you know, the, things have changed. Yes. But also, they've got a lot of makeup on. Mm. There's been a lot of pulling and tugging and shoving and all sorts. Well, I mean, they'll be, they'll, be approaching, they'll be approaching 45, 50. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not having a go. Yeah. But Mario Lopez, <laughs> what, what has he done? Like... He just looks amazing, yeah. and he doesn't look like he's had anything. To, like he just, he probably, he probably has, but he just doesn't look overdone. You know, he no. just looks like he's aged about five years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, they've got Mr. Dewey back. I don't know who Mr. Dewey he, is. No, you darling. wouldn't. You wouldn't. No one will know who Mr. Dewey is apart from me. He's one of the teachers who is quite memorable from the um from the first from the first run of this show. Um, the song in the background, Friends Forever, is the song that Zack Attack plays. Now, you see in the trailer a clip of them all up on stage singing. Yeah. So I'm presuming that's going to happen at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's loads of references. The, the There is a house party at some point, and someone is dressed in the exact same like stuff that um, Zack and Slater were dressed in during the first one. They do reference the same dance moves. Okay, so who is this for, right? Me. It's yeah. Are they really gonna get forty-year-old men watching the and women, obviously? But you know, are they really gonna? Is it gonna be people like us watching this? Is that enough? Well, Cobra Kai works, doesn't mm, it? Cobra Kai that. has become like a breakout hit. Yeah. It's written by one of the writers of Thirty Rock. Now, I mean, I imagine there's a lot of writers on Thirty Rock. It's not Tina Fey, is it? Because. Tina Fey, it'd say written by Tina Fey. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I love 30 Rock. I am so excited for this. I'm, pl- I'm pleased. <laughs> pleased for you. It looks, to me, it looks horrific. But I never, <gasps> yeah, but I never watched, like, it would be on in the background. It was never my thing. It, yeah, it's it's not going to be something that I, I look at it and I go, oh, look, it's a bit of fan fiction. It's a bit of parody. Um, Isn't that a funny trailer? But I would never think, oh, I really want to watch that entire series it wouldn't it would be meaningless to me my big issue is that it seems to focus quite a bit on the kids of which i have no interest <laughs> i just want to know what zach kelly slater and jesse are on well look at what happened in, in cobra kai the concert a bit on the kids but the majority of the content there is the kids in conjunction with their karate, new karate instructors which are our old pals yeah from... but johnny and danny aren't as charismatic as zach and slater Johnny and Danny. Yeah. Oh, Daniel. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, who's Danny? I'm thinking of Greece, but oh, Daniel Larusso. Okay, yes. got you. I'm so happy. Go on, please. I hope it gets. I'm still not. I'm still waiting for Fargo to come out. So um, mm, you got nothing else to watch. No. Yeah. I'm hoping it gets. Cause it's on. This is on the Peacock service in America. What is that? 
so it's NBC's uh, streaming service. Right. So do, do we have that? No, because yeah. there isn't an equivalent. No, so NBC is one of the channels, like one of the terrestrial channels in the I US. I think when we were in New York, we went past like an NBC shop because I I know the Peacock logo. We went logo. into it. Did we? It's Rockefeller Plaza. Oh, that's why it's so memorable. Yes, right. Thirty Rock <laughs> is about. Oh right. Okay, I think you would have told me this at the time, but I probably didn't. Well, I didn't listen, did I, to be honest? Um, I can tell you a lot of things, and you just go, <laughs> yeah, 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 don't care. Yeah, we did go into that, because I stood next to Ellen. You t- had your photo taken with a cardboard cut of Ellen, and I got a Troy and Abed in the morning mug. Which you still have. Yes. Which I'm not allowed to put in the dishwasher. The little fade. Exactly. And community's long gone, and there's only me that really likes it, so... One day that cup would be worth a fortune. One day that could Mug will be smashed and I'll be, be very angry at Blake. <laughs> good, pleased, very good. When you said trailer, I honestly thought it was just going to be some random film and I'm thinking, well, which film's going to be coming out soon? But no, it's telly from the 90s back again. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming out, I think it said like January, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. Something, <gasps> something for the new year. Oh, oh, new year, new start. New year, best TV show yeah. ever. But away from Saved by the Bell and your happiness, maybe something that's less fun, um, I wanted to talk to you about the change of cast for Fantastic Beasts 3. Speaking of favourite franchises that are having a nice little cash grab. Mm, Yeah, don't want to go into too much about the trial or anything like that, but we all understand that Johnny Depp was asked to leave Fantastic Beasts 3. Um, and he is now, because he's the big villain, he's now going to be replaced by by someone else. And it looks like it might be Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Do you have an opinion or do you just not care about Fantastic Beasts? Because I want to have an opinion. I, I want to be like, all right, he's gone. Now let's, you know, because to begin with, I, oh, I don't know whether I want to spoil Fantastic Beasts, the first Fantastic Beasts, but... There was, there was someone else. I think else. it's fine to spoil the first Fantastic Beast. <laughs> okay, is that all right? The fact I've not seen the second means I would probably yeah. appreciate if he didn't spoil the second. Okay, well, Colin Farrell's in the first one, and he's he's a brilliant villain. Obviously, he's going to be the Penguin in uh, in Matt Reeves's Batman. So he's 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 otherwise engaged being a villain elsewhere. But yeah, he was there, and he was he, I I really enjoyed him in Fantastic Beast One, as it was not called. But I'm just, you know what? I just don't feel like I care. I'm not the biggest fan of this. And I really love the Harry Potter films. I think they're not perfect. I think there's some quite big holes in some of them. But the Fantastic Beast franchise has really not captured my imagination. What do you think? I 100% don't care about Fantastic mm, Beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first film was just... It just felt like a cash grab. Um, how many of these are they doing? Are they doing? I didn't even think there was going to be a third one. I mean, I don't even know what this one's called because the last one was the Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. Uh, first one was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, I think. Yes. Oh, it is, is that the book? No, it's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was the oh, first okay. one. Um, I think the third one is JK's tax bill. <laughs> um, I think the fourth <laughs> one is uh, JK's mum wants a new bungalow. <laughs> the only person I really like in these films and I think it's just because I like him is I really love Jude Law as Dumbledore. I think he plays a really nice 
I mean, nice isn't a good word, is it? But I, th- I think he really captures the spirit of young Dumbledore. So I've not seen... He's not in the first one, is he? No, he isn't. He's in the, in the yeah. second one. And he was the best thing about the second one for me, was watching Jude Law trying to riff off a bit of Richard Harris... And a bit of Michael Gambon and lovely little... Every now and again, he'd go into almost a slightly slightly Cornish accent, just picking up a little bit from what had already been on the screen in the Harry Potter films and the way he moves as well. So watching it from like from a completely analytical point of view, watching him having... <laughs> put this in the right way. I watched him do an impression of other people... And he's clearly analysed other people. So it's like me doing analysis of his analysis and realise that sounds really geeky and weird. But that's what I enjoyed about that film. Put that on the poster. <laughs> I enjoyed an- analysing someone else's analysis. Does he hang around with Catherine Waterston in the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they get drunk and uh, try and cross a river and... Oh, oh, you're you're you're. T- I was thinking, what on earth are you you're talking about the third day? Yeah, because the birth in Mount, which in. I've just realised. Yeah, yeah, they're in that together. Yeah, mm. I don't think he has any interactions with Catherine Waterston in the second one. That could be completely wrong. I don't really remember very much about it, to be honest with you. So, Matt Mickelson, let's go. Let's get back on subject. Mm-hmm. I, I love Matt Matt Mickelson. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, say I'm currently watching the fourth season of House of Cards. Which is his brother, not him, oh, that I've realised. <laughs> I don't know House of Cards at all, so I would have just nodded away and thought you were really clever. His brother plays a Russian president that is not named Vladimir Vlutin, <laughs> but probably should be. What else do you know Mads Mikkelsen from? I know him as Le Chief from Casino Royale. So I know him from a film called The Hunt. That was a few years ago. It ring, it's ringing a bell. I think in my head I'm seeing the poster. But, which is know. Mads Mikkelsen sort of turning around like mm. that. Which was about um, rumours of... It's a long time since I've seen it. He is accused in the community of um, having a... Hist- I think of being on what is essentially a sex offenders register in whatever okay. country it is. Um, that's a really, really good film. I'd really recommend it to anyone who... Um, be interested and obviously there is a different the hunt out this year which uh is there yeah different film that that's got the woman from um glee in not glee glow the okay. blonde one the uh, blonde woman from glow mm, yeah um, oh i know exactly who you mean actually yeah mm. uh yeah a teacher lives a lonely life all while struggling over his son's custody his life slowly gets better as he finds love and receives good news on his son but the new look is about to be brutally shattered by an innocent little lie. Wow. It's a foreign language film, but mm-hmm. it's it's really, really good. I think it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Foreign Language okay. Film. Yeah, it's really, really good. So he might bring a sense of gravitas and acting, you know, I can't think of another word other than gravitas now, but you know what I mean. He might just bring a bit of something to the film. Yes. But the film might still be rubbish. I'm forgetting a lot of things he was in, because he was in Doctor Strange. Was he? Yes. I don't really remember much about Doctor Apart from, you move your arms around in a circle, and at some point in time, what's her face <laughs> shows up. What's she called? Remind me. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton turns up and says some spiritual things to you. Yes. And you move your arms in some circles. He was in oh, Rogue One. And you have a cape. Yeah. He was in Rogue One. 
you know what this is going to be? You're going to list films, and I'm going to go, is he? What's he? Is he a baddie in Rogue One? Uh, well, it's Matt Mikkelsen, yeah, so of course. He's a baddie in everything, isn't he, really? Yeah, I mean, he must be... I'm assuming so. I mean, obviously, the big bad there was Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Uh, he's quite low down the card, but yeah. Okay. Wasn't he in some... Hasn't he been in a few sort of historical period dramas as well? Or am I thinking of completely the wrong He's thing? in A Royal Affair. That's I think it. That was That's his, the one. Um, oh, you know what he was in? Go on. He was in The Three Musketeers. Oh, the the recent one, obviously. He was Rushforth in that. Oh, was, oh well, that, that gives it a bit more credit for me, really. But I'm still not watching it. Yeah, the Matthew McFadden, Ray Stevenson. <laughs> and... There's no Oliver Platt, I'm not watching it. <laughs> There's no Kiefer Sutherland, it's not for me. Oh, God, he was in some awful films. Clash of the Titans. Eh, might have paid for something. Yeah, Quantum of Solace. I think that was his big... Uh, Cena Rao, I think, for his big English language was it, breakthrough. He was in Quantum... Was it? Oh, of course, he pops up in Quantum as well. Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen that film since Halloween night 2013. Really uh, 2008. You know how I like the odd sequels? Quantum of Solace falls within that bracket for me. Like I like really dodgy sequels that no one else likes. And I loved Quantum of Solace because it was so odd and because there was so much around it. You know that there was the there was a, a writer's strike, wasn't there at the time? And yeah. There was all sorts of problems with it, and I think because it was so problematic, I found it really intriguing. All I remember about that is that me, Emma, and Neil went to see it, and I was like, "We won't need to book; it'll be fine." It's on every like half hour at the view in Hull, um, and so we walked up, and there was no ticket. There was only three tickets left, which were in a row. Okay. But the way it was set out, it was me and Emma on one level and then Neil was on like the like the chair that would be like two foot down from everyone else yeah uh, kind of the um kind of the carer for someone in a mm-hmm. wheelchair so mm-hmm. designed so that the wheelchair would slot in next to it and it was all right Neil sorry sorry my fault love the fact that's the only thing you remember about that yeah absolutely <laughs> and then we went home because it was Halloween night oh, um right. they opened on and we watched um Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, back nice. to back. And then we fell asleep before we could watch Army of Darkness. We watched it in the morning. Oh, this, you know, this this just sounds like different times. Oh, really absolutely. Reminds me of being young. Yeah. And like going to the pictures and then watching other films. Yeah. And Evil Dead 2 is basically a remake of Evil Dead 1, which we didn't understand at the time. So, yeah, we were essentially watching the same film twice. I mean, the fact you were awake past nine o'clock is just, it seems astonishing to me now. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. How <laughs> did you keep going? I think it's just the, the fervour of youth, isn't it? Youthful stamina. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who else had a good week in the past couple of weeks? Um, I want to make a witty joke, but I can't think of anything. Go on. <laughs> CNN. Oh, haven't they just? Yeah. We've, we've, we were a bit obsessed with CNN for a while. We were literally getting in from work, like coming down the stairs at certain mm. points, and putting on CNN... That, Ch- changing yeah. over for the clangers for 10 minutes to get Blake off to sleep. Too right. And then put it back. And then watching it up until we went to bed. And also, like, through the night as well. So, like, when I would come down, might stick a bit of the CNN on when I'm making a making a bottle up. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't know just, that. Just to see what was happening. <laughs> um, and I also had the World Surface on as well, like, through the night, just in one of my one of my ear, ear pluggy things. Um, um, but, yeah, they had, a, they had a brilliant time. And, you know, when it sort of settled down, I did feel a bit wrong that we weren't still watching CNN because what could have happened that we missed? 
Well, breaking nothing news. really. I mean, breaking news. We're still nothing was happening. No, we're still like a, a bit. We're still a week on from the election being declared, and we've still not yes. got an actual president elect. We, well, we do. We do. We do. He he's not he's not admitting it. Yeah, but he he can still be it without the other person conceding. Mm. The other person can be. I'm not even saying his name. Yes. The other person can be forcibly removed. But, but every you know, the Pope got in touch with Joe Biden and. Um, and congratulated him on his recent election. I think when the Pope gets involved, you then have to really step down, don't you? Well, I mean, yeah, second Catholic president, so yeah, it's probably, uh, probably a good oh, idea. Oh, yeah, of course he is as well. And he shares my birthday, just uh, just saying. Well, you yeah, look a lot younger than uh, I know, I know, I am very youthful. <laughs> but yeah, that was really good fun, watching it. I think, you know what I said to you at the time as well? It was such a change from the usual news, mm. which is very much focused for the right reasons, but very much focused on the pandemic. And it just felt nice to have, although it wasn't particularly great what was happening in terms of Trump not conceding and all this idea mm. of false fraud and things like that. But it was really nice just to have something else to concentrate on, something else to actually talk about. Absolutely. And something else to, to watch on the news that wasn't, you know, COVID-related. I mean, the adverts got a bit annoying. I, I quite like the adverts. Well, the adverts, there's far, obviously far more adverts in America than far there is in more. the UK. Yeah. And I think they could only do so many commercial adverts, so they ran the same advert for... Watches. What? No, no, no. But, well, Time I mean, there was watches. a lot of... I mean, the, you don't get the same adverts on that that you get on ITV2 during the day. <laughs> <don't laughs> They're not, they're not advertising Cocoa Pops or anything like that. Are no, they? it's not. Um, oh, like, I've got the Sun Life After 50 plan. This watch was like, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger chose this watch in his third film. Of, you know, It was really bizarre, wasn't it? It was like actually this Hollywood actor had picked picked personally picked this watch oh it wasn't it was Sylvester Stallone yes. remember it was Sylvester Stallone in, in daylight. daylight that was yeah. it so I was trying to think who it was and he, he personally chose this watch and he wore it in daylight and then he wanted that timepiece forevermore I mean come on do we do we really notice when Sylvester Stallone's got a watch on well I mean I notice when Julia Chatterley's on the screen yeah Julia Chatterley being the new uh, the new thing because she's she's uh, British, isn't she? She's my new thing. Oh, oh, Mark. And she does like a tech program. Well, it's, Is that right? it's called tech First and... Move with Julia Chatley. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the same advert over and over again mm. where she asked the same person, How close are you to an IPO? Are you considering an IPO? And, Well, how do you consider what assets to buy? And things like that. The same questions over and over again. Um, but yeah, I think she became a bit of a cult, um, a cult figure on Twitter mm. for, for a few days. I'm Julia Chatterley, host of CNN's First Move. I speak with newsmakers. Do you think we're still in the bull market? We need the world to keep pace with technology. Risk takers. What about the prospect of an IPO or is it too soon? And the ultimate game changes. <laughs> How do you find valuable assets to buy? The game changes constantly. Make CNN your first move. First Move with Julia Chatterley tonight on CNN. Yeah, and then she appeared on um, the BBC's podcast Newscast and they got her on that and said, you know, did you... Because I was cleaning the car when, when I was listening to Newscast and I was like, oh, it's Julia Charlie. And they got her on and said, did you re- realise that this would be 
you know, would be run so much. And she was like, no, people didn't know who I was. And now I'm getting all of this sort of like 10 minutes of fame sort of thing. But she's hoping obviously that this will really propel her and um, people will watch the will watch the show now they've seen the trailer for it a million times. Well, I'm a little bit obsessed with her, so oh, I'll Oh, well, be, uh... that's fine. <laughs> you so, carry on. I love you very much. Thanks very much. I don't have a show like that, though. <laughs> Bad times. I just wish my name was Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> no. There were some amazing people. There were some amazing anchors, as they call them in America, um, on CNN that I just, I just loved them. And the fact they could just keep going. I mean, they were just on point the entire time yeah they had stats at their fingertips i realized they're going to have things in their ear and you know all of the sort of the backup of people telling them various bits of information but to keep going and not to sort of go uh okay um mm, do you know what i mean and have that five minutes even like a you know that blank that you get sometimes when you go I don't know what I was saying and I don't know how I'm going to keep it going. They were just brilliant. What a, you know, an example of <laughs> keeping going with constant rolling news. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, I, I feel like I should, like you say, I feel like I should be watching it a bit more. Because mm. you never know what's, I mean, we don't know what's happening. We've stopped watching it. Anything could be going on. I think we do know what's happening. <laughs> no, but we're only getting our news source from, from one from one source at the moment or a couple of sources. I feel we should add CNN in. CNN won't be covering anything else that's relevant to us anymore, honey. <laughs> Do you think CNN knows who Dominic Cummings is? Because <laughs> that's what I'm interested in now. I'm interested in seeing now from the US news what they're saying about us. I mean, we didn't know Dominic Cummings was a well, year ago. Well, that's true. That is true. Yes. <sighs> Just dumb being dumb. <laughs> oh, God, oh, oh please don't oh i was sick in my mouth for a little bit there <laughs> can i talk about the new jurassic park film please uh, yes yes go on then it finished shooting a couple of days ago okay uh, so it's all finished and it's ready to go who knows when it will come out onto our cinema screens but i'm excited that they've managed to get it to get it done it's called jurassic park dominion no it's not it's called jurassic world dominion because yes. it's the jurassic world bit now uh, so Jurassic World Dominion, and it's got all of our favourites from the original Jurassic Park film coming back. So It's got legs. Oh, I don't think the kids it's are coming Timmy. back. <laughs> I mean, Timmy's gone on to do great things. He was, um, what's his face, out of Queen in Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody? Yeah, John, John Deacon. D- yeah, yeah. Has it got Dennis Nedry in it? I don't think so. Well, he died, didn't he? So oh, it seems he? unlikely. Oh, right, okay. No, 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 not when like, oh, the actor. Oh, right, I thought you might hit Dennis Nedry, the, oh, the well, character. With the, with the in his face. That's an audio, <laughs> visu- audio medium, honey. You need to... Uh, That's not... my hand being the dinosaur. Whoosh, like that. Again, that, it's an audio <laughs> medium. So when you do it again, that what she, she's uh, trying to show the dinosaur putting the frills out on its neck, I guess is the way you'd say it. Not Ooh, frills. All right. Yeah, I think my the collar. I think everyone could have imagined what I was doing with my hand there, and mm. didn't need that description. But anyway, uh, yeah. So it's all done. It's all sorted. Sam Neil has been tweeting because you know he's he's really good on Twitter, and he talks about his. He's got a vineyard or something like that. But he talks a lot about his, his of day. Of course he does. Day you, day. <laughs> of course, Sam Neil has a vineyard. Like. That, that's just the most on point thing. But he's re- he's really good, he's really funny on Twitter, and, and he, he just sort of said, look, it was a great, and he said really positive things about it. You know, great cast, lovely crew, and a great director in Colin Trevorrow, who I, mm. I love Colin Trevorrow. I, I still 
I know, I know lots of things have happened to him since Safety Not Guaranteed. Like, things happened with Star Wars, didn't it? Yes, and... he was due to direct the third one. Yeah. Did he... He did Jurassic World, didn't he? Yes. Did he do Jurassic World no. Shambles, or whatever it was called? <laughs> no, he didn't. Fallen Kingdom. Jurassic World Auction in a Haunted House. Some, someone else did that, and I don't know who it is. I just cannot remember, but he's come back to do the third one. Dominion. Oh, it stands a chance Dominion. then. Dominion. Sounds a chance. Yes, yeah. I mean, it was awful. The and it's the fine. I didn't mind it. I genuinely did. Well, you know, well, this is just going to be me, isn't it? Me and my terrible sequels. But I didn't mind it. I just like the idea of dinosaurs, even though, you know, I find them hard to believe. Um, I just like the idea of these. It's a monster flick, isn't it? A big monster flick. Yeah. Can we just tap into that a No, bit? let's not go into it. We've done that before. We've, we've covered my inability to believe in dinosaurs before and it's not religious it's nothing spiritual it's nothing it's just i find it really hard to visualize dinosaurs roaming the earth and that's the issue that i have and also the earth being round no i'm quite happy with the earth being round i'm fine with that thank you but it's flat <laughs> the fact that you keep perpetuating this myth that i'm a flat earther is going to get really really tiresome soon not for me it's not <laughs> Because people will actually start to believe you. <laughs> and then my credentials will really, really go down as if they haven't gone down enough with my uh, inability to understand that the dinosaurs actually existed. And then my work here is done. <laughs> anyway, I liked it. I li- But I like dodgy sequels. I like the... I really liked Jurassic Park 3, which was really criticised as well. I can't, I, I can't tell you the difference between anything that happens in Jurassic World 2 and 3. I know that one of them's got Vince Vaughn in. One of them's got Tia Tia Leone in. That's three. One of them, a T-Rex, runs through Las Vegas. Las Vegas? Oh, I'm mixing up. A T-Rex runs around somewhere. I don't think it's Las Vegas. But that's in the the Lost World. Or Lost World, possibly? Yeah. One, one of the two. It's either the Definitive Oracle or not. In my mind, it's Las Vegas, but that might be Con Air I'm thinking of. Oh, no, in, in Las Vegas, because they showed... Didn't they show you some... Because in the, in the, at the end of... Spoilers. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, spoiler alert, they show you some of the dinosaurs that have then been let loose into the world. And isn't there a pterodactyl that sits on the um the paris hotel in las vegas that we always stay next to and we love going into paris paris is my one of my favorite places in las vegas and it sits on that the um the eiffel tower is what i'm trying to think of it sits on the eiffel tower at, i don't think the they'd have it on the eiffel tower in do you not think so no because why would you use the eiffel tower in las vegas well i don't know i thought I just re- I, I kind of remember the strip, the Las Vegas strip being there, and the dinosaurs sort of flying around it. But I also remember that they used Las Vegas in Godzilla, the remake of Godzilla. You know, the the newest Godzilla, not Godzilla King of the Monsters, the second one in the films, the first one when it came when it actually came back. Um, I'm sure. Oh, maybe it was King of the Monsters. Anyway, in the recent Godzilla films, I'm sure they used. Las Vegas as well, so I might be getting just completely confused. I just want to correct you and say it's Godzilla King of Monsters, not King of the Monsters. Oh, is it not King of the Monsters? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's something new you learn every day. See? 
You don't learn that on CNN, do you? How rambly have we been tonight? Yeah, I know. I was just thinking I've just gone off on a bit of a ramble about monster flicks. I'm pretty sure we were only talking about Mads Mikkelsen two minutes ago. <laughs> and we've just got on to uh, correcting grammar and... Uh... Anyway, it's coming out. We don't know when. And speaking of which, I know we weren't going to talk about delays. I know we were going to try and keep away from it because we talked about delays in every other After Work drinks. But... Wonder Woman 1984, which I'm really, really excited about and saddened that we haven't been able to see in the, in the cinema as we as we should be able to do, was, well, it, it still is, it's still in, um, slated for Boxing Day. Yeah, Christmas Day in America, Boxing yeah, Day here. Boxing Day here. And, but there has been a rumour in the last couple of hours, it's like breaking news, like on CNN. Breaking news, there are rumours that they are either going to release it as anticipated, but then put it straight on HBO Max in January, Ooh. or they're going to leave it until next summer. What do you think? Because, they, for example, they put The Witches on HBO Max, didn't they? Recently, the new, the Robert Zemeckis, which, The Witches. Yes. And that seems to have done really well, um, apart from controversy about the Grand High Witch's hands, which has caused some real upset within um, the disabled community, um, which I won't go into on here, but there has been quite a bit of controversy about that, and I think it's important to, to mention that. Yeah. Um, but it has, it has done well, in inverted <sighs> commas. So putting Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max might be the next thing to I mean, define do well. Well, I don't know. People have watched it. No, yeah, but is it is it going to make... Because if that film will cost like 200 million, mm. you would say. 100 to 200 million, you'd think. Mm-hmm. So you'd probably need to make... Is it going to drought? I don't know how much HBO Max costs. I think it's about $15. Okay. Um, Can we get it here? No, no, no. Because okay. it's, it's just it, it's just an online streaming service for HBO. So a lot of the HBO um, things will come to Sky because Sky have an exclusive right. deal with HBO. Oh, and that's why I saw on Sky Store, The Witches. Yes. Right, well, I think sense. you probably rent that most places. Okay. Um, but is it going to drive enough extra subscriptions to HBO Max? Unknown. I mean, I initially my initial reaction is go. Oh, I think it probably would because I think people want to watch these new films. But I think. But if this came out, so the original Wonder Woman made a billion dollars. Okay. You are not going to get no. A billion divided by fifteen, mm. um, people to so yeah, that's. I, I'm doing awful maths here. <laughs> I'm just watching your little eyes go trying to do the maths. So I think that's seventy-five million. Okay. That might not be the case. Oh, we could just say it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, Round about then. Yeah, it is. Insert here. Um, <laughs> I get the point. I get the point. And I know when you say has done well and you're looking at me and I'm giving you a really wibbly wobbly answer of, oh yeah, people watched it. That's that's not very good. But yeah. That doesn't drive subscriptions and things like that. Like onwards, no, sorry, Soul's coming out quite mm. soon. Is it coming, might come out today or next week or something like that. Okay. Is that going on Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. But we ordered, we've got Disney Plus anywhere. For the Mandalorian. Yes, yeah, Mandalorian at the minute. Mm. So it doesn't cost us anything extra to get it. So even if we watch it, it's still, it's not any money, any extra money for them. Okay. Just economics, honey. Okay. 
not my forte. No. I mean, I'm in two look, minds about it. Do I you... want to see it, and yeah. I want to see it quite soon because I feel mm. I'm missing out. I would hope it would get a cinematic release because I think mm. a film like that you need to see in yeah, the cinemas. Yeah, and we, we could go and be sensible in the in the cinema. I mean, that's if we're out of our mm. secondary lockdown or national restrictions in England. Obviously, there is a Mandalorian connection with it. Is there? Yeah. It's... Oh, see, I always forget who is actually in the Mandalorian because he's wearing his, his yeah, mask. Yeah, it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah. And he, I understand he's in... I was kind Woman. of excited about it until mm. I saw the last trailer. Yeah, the last trailer wasn't great. Because I was wondering how they were going to get Chris Pine's character in it. Mm. And then it seems everyone on Earth gets one dream. Oh. Well, I'll use that to bring the A-list cast to this. Mm. Yeah. I thought the computer graphics were really poor in uh, Kristen Wiig's character well it wouldn't have been finished at that point so i think they they quite often do you know they've got better time now (laughs) yeah yeah could get it right i I just want to see it i want to see black widow Mm -hmm. i want to see other films there's so much death on the nile for me um, and we've been through this hundred times (laughs) so many bond yeah so many and obviously there were bigger fish to fry in the world completely you know Mm. it goes without saying doesn't it that these are you know there are other things that are more important. Yes. But it is it is nice to think about these things coming out and having something new to watch and, and some new things to talk about. Absolutely. That will keep us going anyway. Definitely, definitely. That's all I've got. Well, let's go and live our lives then. <laughs> let's talk talking about dinosaurs and watching CNN. And yeah, I'll explain to you how the horizon proves that it's uh, <laughs> the Earth is round. The Earth is a globe. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, there's, there's Denmark. Right, we're going now. See you everyone. See everyone. Bye. Bye. Now I'm being chased by some irate velociraptors. Well, believe me, this has been one lousy day. Jurassic Park is frightening. Before you go, just a reminder that you can subscribe to the Honeymoon Period podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can join in the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for The Honeymoon Pod. Finally, if you like this episode and you think someone else would too, please share it. See you next time. <laughs>